Fox Force 5. I'm Kelly Crichton and this is... I feel like you stalled there when you said your second name. It was like, I'm having an existential crisis. (laughs) I'm just having a bad day, to be honest with you. It's just one of those things. I'm like, who am I again? (laughs) Well, I'm Nicola Murphy. Hello. Yes, you are. I'm glad you know who you are. (laughs) Maybe I'm having an identity crisis because my 40th birthday is around the corner. And I'm like, who is this person turning 40? But anyway, no, it's just very, very busy, very busy week at work. And um, you guys are coming to visit this weekend and it's Estelle's birthday and we're getting work done in the house and everything is just manic. But um, I'll stop the complaining there. It's about to start on a money front. But um, yeah. It all comes in, in, in... I always going to say in two, no, it's trees, but it all comes in like one time. He just mm. moved bloody country and house and all that. Like, so it's bound to manic as well for you. So. True story. I had a parent like meet the teachers session there. Oh, yeah. And um, it's like Microsoft Teams. And I was like, oh, great, Microsoft Teams. And I have used it before and it was installed on my computer. And then I went into the course at like two minutes to the meeting and... He wouldn't let me log in and it had saved Stuart's login and I couldn't uninstall it. Mac. And (laughs) I ended up like eventually just installing it on my phone and going on on my phone. Oh, my God. It was just. And then it turned out I hadn't even got the right link. Somebody sent me the right link eventually. I missed the whole bloody thing. And then I I log on at 20 past five or whatever. And it's like, um. I had, I had to like, ask a question so I could apologise for being late, you know. <laughs> I was like, put my hand up. Yeah, sorry about being late there. But also got the dig in about, but I didn't get the email because nobody sent me the email with the new link. Oh, <laughs> admin nightmare. You're like, I'm not, it's not my fault oh, <laughs> that I wasn't here. Flapping. Oh, it's like, you know, and when you don't know any of the parents or the teachers or anything, you just feel kind of conscious of how they might um, view you and your... <laughs> <laughs> timekeeping <laughs> slash admin etc but anyway uh, the meeting went fine otherwise so yeah that was that but um, yeah so all good I've got new floor in my downstairs in my house which was a big mess but Woo! is now there and it makes the house feel like brand new so I'm a happy woman uh, I'm a happy woman that's great that's all I'm looking forward to seeing the house it's been years now since I was there so yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the borough as well I hear it's up, been updated lately with a new shopping oh centre there's like so that. much here in the last while they've got this new St. James's Quarter it's it's like something out of I don't know like like a Spanish city centre you know like this nice. huge mm. multi-storey shopping centre with a massive food court with all posh food outlets in there and nice. um, yeah looking forward to having a sharing a vino with you and Mummy Murphy there on Friday um, before we have some more relaxation for the afternoon of some sort <laughs> but um, no you'll you love it yeah it's it'll be um, great to have you here and show you around etc so looking yeah looking forward, forward to, to it. it yeah but um, that's it that's the crack from, from me uh, I know you're a busy lady as am I this evening so should we crack on Crack into it. Okay. Right, so number one. One. So last week was a bit on the heavy side. So we've gone all whimsical this week, I hope. Have we? Okay. I think. (laughs) I certainly have. Better cut all my depressing bits. I know. It's like we've lost all our listeners after our death show last week. 
Um, but yeah, so we've been talking a lot about reopening and uh, getting back out there. And what better way to start doing that than making some plans? And by plans, I mean get tickets for a musical or musicals after you listen to this segment. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> this is about musicals coming up uh, in Ireland in the next Aww, few months. Lovely. Yeah, so just an idea for people, you know, if they're booking things. So uh, first up is the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which I have to admit, actually, I haven't seen. I've only seen one of the musicals that are coming up. So, um, Nicola, you'll be more. Uh, have you not seen the movie? Surely. Right I have. I have seen the movie a million years ago. Mm. Um the Rocky Horror Picture Show, yeah, follow Brad and Janet as their car breaks down outside a creepy mansion uh, leads to the strangest series of events, uh, especially when they're introduced to Dr. Frankenfurter. The Halloween classic is returning to the Burgosh from October oh. 4th to 9th and tickets start at 18.50, but are probably more like 45 quid, to be honest. Um, do people in Ireland dress up for this? It's a big dress Wait, up I, thing over here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about the musical, but you do for the movie. Like, I went um, out for Halloween seven years ago with uh, Elaine and Patrick, her lovely husband, and we dressed up <laughs> as Rocky Horror. Yeah. I went to the opera house in Cork, and it was great crack. It was Halloween, though. Everyone was dressed up, yeah. like, in Rocky Horror. But I don't know about the musical, but I probably would for the crack. Why not? <laughs> it's a big thing here for the musical to get dressed up. And, you know, they, they're, it's men in drag and stuff, isn't it? A lot of the time, they, that's yeah. the thing of, um, Rocky Horror. But, um, and nurse, nurse, who's the nurse in it? Is it Janet is the nurse? Anyway. Janet Sigur is the, the one, like the, the wife or mm-hmm. the, whatever she is at the start. But I don't know, it's all a bit, I just remember like Frank and Furcher and, uh, it's all just a bit, uh, very sexy, sexy and yeah. I remember suggestive Curry, innuendo and, yeah, yeah very much so and there was a good episode of Glee do you remember mm, that when they, yeah. they did, uh, did it as well and we're getting in loads of trouble because of like too sexy sexual it is and stuff like that yeah <laughs> I love it but it is good I'd actually like to see the stage show of it all right, uh, sure. spandex and suspenders etc uh, the yeah. time warp comes from it doesn't it let's yeah. do the time warp yeah. again there's a few good numbers in it actually I haven't uh-huh. seen uh, right that was first so up next is six the six wives of Henry VIII take to the stage to tell their stories think X Factor meets royalty and you're halfway there celebrating girl power this will really be one you'll regret missing the West End Smash is coming to Borgash from the 12th of October to the 16th uh, priced at 23.50 never seen it uh, never I have seen pictures of it and like every time I hear it I don't know why but it takes me back to remember pop stars and they had that six band mm. <laughs> So every time I see it, I think of that. Like, and I know it's not that, but it just always is connected to that in my brain. But uh, interesting concept: the six wives of Henry VIII. Mm. I think it's it's it's, it's female heavy, you know. So go out and support mm. the ladies, you know. Uh, mm. Next up, Heather's the musical. Veronica Sawyer is a nobody before she meets the Heather's and gets a taste of the popular life. But when JD shows her how deadly it can be being a nobody gets a lot deadlier than she expected. Uh, the movie turn musical is coming to board gosh from October 19th, 23rd with tickets from 35 euro. Um, Heather's sure I saw the film of it a million years ago. Christian Slater. We love Christian Slater. Yeah, I think it's not, it's not Winona Ryder, is it? Is it Winona Ryder? No. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <clears throat> Don't know. There's some famous dark haired girl in it. 
Oh, I'm going to have to really quickly Google it. <laughs> but um, I know it because Riverdale, <laughs> so sad. Oh, yeah. But Riverdale actually did an episode where it was all about, like, it was based on, it is Winona Ryder. Oh. Score. <laughs> um, they did it with all, like, the Heather's numbers. And it was actually really good. I'd never, like, I'd seen the movie, but I'd never really heard the musical side of it before. And it's actually very, very good. So I think that would be a good one to go see, actually. Out of those... Three, I'd probably go to Heather's. Hmm. Yeah, me too. Uh, next up is one of your faves, Nick, The Book of Mormon, from the creators mm. of South Park and music by composers of Frozen. This is a collab you need to see from follow two Mormons as they head on their mission a long way from their home in Salt Lake City. The Tony winning show is coming to the Borgosh from the 3rd to the f- 3rd of November to the 4th of December. It's quite a long run. Tickets from €26. Euro. I've not seen it. I know that's bad. So this, uh, so it is really, really good and it's very enjoyable. And obviously it's the guys from South Park, so you can just imagine what it's like. But as a classical musical lover, when we went to see it in London, I was a bit like, no, I really enjoyed it, but it just didn't really feel like a musical. Mm. Do you know if you get, you know, like it was music and the very catchy music and all that. But I don't know, I just felt a bit like seen as like Les Mis would be my probably favourite musical of all time. It just, and like even things like, you know, Wicked and all that, quite big productions, mm. whereas this isn't as much of a production. Now, it's so funny. And Do you like, mean there's less really kind of singing and, and dancing, like, or? No, it's weird. It's just, I suppose, maybe less like theatre to it, you know, because mm. I suppose it's modern. And so all the other stuff I go see would be like fantasy or like, mm. you know, like, like same is, you know, mm. and it's like not of this time, whereas Book of Mormon is of this time. So I just found it. Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of It's almost like, like oh. you don't want, it's kind of like uh, that thing we watched recently, what was it called? In the Heights. The Heights? Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, there's something about, or even La La Land, you know, that you're like, I need my, I need my uh, musical to be set somewhere not real or somewhere in yeah, the past. Or yeah, somewhere. it's funny. I don't know. It's just like with that too, like it's, I've never seen like a fully like, comedic musical like the whole thing is obviously very funny mm. whereas again like you know when I go to the theatre it's nearly like sad or emotional mm. like I mean even in Wicked you'd have a cry you know mm. there's something really emotional about it whereas in this there was none of that it's all very funny mm. like you know you're laughing at sure. now it's extremely offensive so if anyone is in any way offended <laughs> by anything um, you can just imagine <laughs> yeah. pretty much everything that you could think of is offensive except for maybe like they don't say much about women, so that's maybe like the one thing that they don't do. But everything else you could imagine, they are highly insulting and it's uh, quite offensive. But if you like South Park, you should definitely go because it's just the same kind mm. of thing. But um, yeah, it is very funny. It's worth going to see, all right? But I think if you're just a classical music fan like myself, maybe just bear that in mind when you go to see it. But mm. worth the watch. Fair play, like the... They're getting good shows, they are. aren't they? Yeah. I suppose they're all back touring now. They're probably just ba- yeah. bashing them out, like, aren't they? Um, and then mm. finally, you probably know what I'm going to talk about next. Next year, lovely Lemmy's returns to the board, gosh, again from February 8th to the 26th. And if you haven't been to see Lemmy's, what are you doing? You have not lived. <laughs> Honestly. Forget about yeah. the film or anything else or the adaptation of the book or whatever. Go and see the live show. It's absolutely mind blowing. Yeah, amazing. When we were walking around the West End last week, it was so nice to just feel like, you know, you could even go to a show again. Like, I think that part, sure, like Broadway and all that's only really just started Mm -hmm. back as well recently. It's, um, and I was looking at booking tickets and that you need to have, like, you're fully vaccinated to get a certain all that, all right, to go. Mm -hmm. But 
Um, and they're doing like really good things like in terms of tickets that they're really flexible and stuff, you know, so it is great. But um, yeah, I think that was one of the things that we kind of thought would be slower to come back. And it was, but yeah. Sure, Andrew and Lloyd Webber was playing a right campaigning bit over here to get full capacity in the theatres. Now I don't know what capacity they're at at the mm-hmm. moment. They probably are full capacity, but um, you know, what's on here this week is nine to five. Dolly Parton. Oh yeah, musical. Dolly Parton. Yeah, that'd yeah. be good actually. It's on this week, but I think it's finished before you get here. Um, oh. And Louise Redknapp is the lead role in it. Oh, uh, guess. Yeah, I don't know anything about it, but you could probably it sure guess. must be based on the movie. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, I presume mm. so. Um, but yeah, and the other thing that I am super looking forward to is Moulin Rouge, the musical, which is coming yeah. to UK stage for the first time. I don't know if they're coming to Ireland, but it's definitely coming to the West End towards mm. the end of the year. So we will be getting our musical loving asses to Leicester Square. We sure will. You yeah. It'd be like a reminder of for Kelly's hen, we went to Moulin Rouge to sing along, yes. dressed up and went through Leicester Square and it was <laughs> great crack. So we'll yeah. be reliving that. Yeah. <laughs> Can you? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just uh, looking forward to being back in a theatre at some point in the next week. It is full capacity, all right. Mm. Now, the only thing was the proms were on the other day in the Albert Hall and, and Royal Albert Hall and it didn't look full. It was Different story, the BBC, yeah. you know, they're probably doing mm. a bit more, being a bit more sensible than commercial outlets, you know. Yeah. So there you go. That was just something really light and something to yeah, think about. And then. there you go. Whimsical, as I said at the start. Over to you, Nick, number two. Two. Thank you, Claire. Uh, from one uh, sort of entertainment to another. So this week, I thought I would talk about, uh, it might be something kind of boring for our UK listeners, unfortunately, but it's coming to the UK soon also, um, is this new crime show uh, RTE have been involved with called Kin. And it's to do with kind of gangland Dublin. So obviously, as soon as you hear that, you're going to mm. think Lohesh-esque. Mm. But not really. It's kind of, I don't know how to describe it, but it's kind of more like they don't look really like gangsters, you know, in the okay. first while when you meet the main characters and stuff like that. And it's very much, it is about like drug land stuff and all that, but it's also about gangland drug. Drug land. <laughs> <laughs> it's near gangland beside uh, Burgerland. <laughs> I'm also very tired today. But it's... Um, is this... It's um, kind of more about family. It's is more it like an RT or families. what? Yeah, so it starts on RT and on Friday it's night. It's an RT production. Members. Yeah. No, well, I think it's an RT production, but it, it it's was an independent the US. production company. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, the US have also like um, a US co production, basically, with RT, I think. And it's been sold to AMC, so it is going to be on UK TV. It's been sold to lots of different mm. channels, actually. So that's why everyone's like, it's going to be really good, blah, blah, blah. There's a few big. Um, so the guy who's actually co-created it is the guy who did Red Rock. You liked that, didn't you? You watched it. Yeah, that. it was all right. It went a bit off-piste, yeah. but yeah, it was all right. Yeah. But the other one, uh, the other co-creator, Kieran Donnelly, is the guy who did Altered Carbon, which was excellent on Netflix. It was really, really good. And Vikings, which is obviously still mm. ongoing. Um, but there's some big cast members in it. So Aidan Gillen is in it. He's like one of these. I love Aidan Gillen. Yeah, so he's the dad in it. Um, also, Claire Dodd is in it. You know her. Uh, was she in that the, thing I watched recently about the, it was set in West of Ireland, Smother? No, I don't think so. She's like dark hair or anything, but she's in. Um, I'll have a quick look it up there. But 
So also here, uh, Kieran Hiddens is in it. So, you know, oh, yeah. Trons, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a few other kind of younger actors you'd recognise from things. Mm-hmm. But so the first episode was on. It's actually gotten a great amount of like really positive feedback. People really enjoyed it. Uh, at the end of the first episode, there's a bit of a twist. So that was good. It's kind of more like, yeah, OK, it's gangland. Like I was saying earlier, never finished my sentence. But it's also kind of about the relationship within the family. Oh, so, okay. you know, think like Soprano-esque, but, yeah. you know, yeah. that kind of, so you just see the dynamic within the family mm-hmm. itself, like as kind of, I suppose, the kingpin and downwards, and then what's going on with another family as well in Dublin. Um, it's gotten some criticism because obviously, you know, with love, hate and all that, as the same as this, they, you know, a lot of people in Dublin are like, this isn't an accurate representative of mm. the city and all that stuff. Now, personally, I didn't think Dublin looked bad in it at all at all um, because it's really more about the family, you know. Mm. Uh, now, there is a couple of scenes of people doing stuff like, you know, when they're young and doing drugs and drinking and stuff like that. But, like, I mean, that's not out of this realm of possibility in this country, you know. Mm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it has gotten a bit of criticism. And when it was being filmed at the time as well, I remember listening to Joe Duffy and uh, um, people were, you know, complaining about it, that, like, this, you know, they're using this representation of Dublin. It's not like this, yada, yada. So, like I said, there is a bit of controversy behind it. But in general, it looks like it's going to be very good. It's coming to UK screen soon. Uh, the first episode was on Sunday. And I'll let you know how it goes. But I'm uh, excited to see how it goes. There's only six episodes. Kin. So it's a short series. Kin, K-I-N. Hmm. And um, it's funny because like there's a lot of family members. So there's like a family tree that they've done up or tea. So it's quite funny. So you can see like who is who to what because it's okay. quite confusing. So many different characters and stuff. So <laughs> like, like, re- siblings like reading a Dickens novel where you have to keep referring to the... Exactly. But um, yeah, no, it looks really good. So I'm watching that. I've been on the new season of MasterChef Australia. So I'm enjoying that. <laughs> That's been about it really. But yeah, nice, good, uh, you know, not too complicated TV. Have you been watching anything? You've had no time to bloody do anything, I'd say, have you? No, no. I've been watching, <laughs> what have I been watching? That vigil thing. I, I think I'm still an episode oh, yeah. behind on it. Um, BBC drama on a Sunday night and Coronation Street. <laughs> <laughs> terrible these things. the court case was only somebody was telling me this all exciting. yeah yeah the court case was on for uh, Seb's murder and the baddie got away and the girl that wasn't mm. as guilty got sent down and then she tried oh, to no. take her own life and oh, it's all very dramatic <gasps> um, but yeah like Caro is the only soap I watch at the moment and um it's just easy. You know, if you've got half an hour to stick it on, it's something to watch. Mm. You're kind of engaged in. Um, New Amsterdam, I've been get, catching that usually each week, but nothing else yeah, really. Yeah, it's kind mm. of chaotic. But um, there's a new thing starting. I saw an ad for um, last night or the night before on Channel 4 called Help. And it's Jodie mm. Comer from Killing Eve and Stephen oh, yeah, Graham, who's in a load of stuff. You know, Stephen Graham with the accent. He's mm. really short, kind of scouser accent, scouser actor. Um, they're both brilliant. So that is going to be, that is going to be a smash. What's it about, you know? Um, that's my job, isn't it? <laughs> that's your job. So it's, a, it help. it's about a care home. Oh, oh no, I don't think I can watch that. Uh, and the crisis during the pandemic. So there you go. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. 
I bet you there'd be Something a bit of humour like in it. That if, it's, I can't watch if it's based it, in Liverpool, yeah. there'd be a bit of humour in it. I bet you. So, um, yeah, but they're both we'll brilliant. See. So that'd be great. And the what else? That's kind of it in terms of the the telly. Um, so yeah. Very good. Well, yeah. Enjoy. Right. Fun number three. Three. So our fox of the week this week is a lady called Emma Raducanu. And you told me today you don't know who she is, Nicola. I'm going to tell you who she is. Well, I will tell you. I did actually see her name today. Before I mentioned <laughs> it? She was at the Met Gala. So I did recognize oh. the name. And I'll talk more about the Met Gala moment. But other than that, I had no notion who she was. Yeah. So please tell me all about So her. I have heard lots about her this week because she's heavily in the news in Britain uh, because she is an 18 year old tennis player who this week won the US Open. Wow. Uh, so she reached her career high singles ranking as well as a result of number 23 and she's now the British number one. But I'll just tell you a bit of background. She was kind of on the radar about uh, whenever Wimbledon was to June, isn't it? Because mm. she got into the fourth round as a, and she was a wild card. And yeah. everyone was like, wow, this girl's doing really good. She's really tough. She's really cool. She's really blah, blah, blah. But then there was a kind of an incident where she retired. And Pierce Morgan was saying that she was a snowflake and didn't have any resilience and just gave up. And it was around the time that um, one of our other foxes. No, that was different. That was last year. But Whoa. that was around the time that um, the Olympics were on. And oh, my God, our fox of the week the gymnast um, Simone, Biles. Simone Biles had remember gave up yeah. in inverted commas yeah. as well or whatever um, and Pierce Morgan was going about how they're all snowflakes and they can't take the pressure and all this so so she was kind of in the news and then it was like disappointment you know what I mean so anyway she was ranked 338 in the world at that time right. um, and that was her f- first major her major debut basically and now she um, she got into the qualifying for the US Open. And to do that, like you have to go through. She's been playing tennis for weeks, like for like nearly a month. Wow. Um, and after me reaching the main draw, she went on to become the first qualifier to actually reach a draw and to win a Grand Slam. Uh, and in the final, Neither. she defeated fellow teenager Leila Fernandez, who's equally as remarkable, uh, winning the title without losing a set. So she didn't lose a set throughout the whole tournament. Radicanu. She's breaking like records, all sorts. Um, she became the first British woman to win a major singles title since Virginia Wade. And she was actually at the match uh, in 1977. And it was Wimbledon she won. And she also won. Uh, she was the first to win a US Open since Wayne did in 1968. So, yeah, just a bit of background on her. She was born on the 13th of November 2002. She's only That's 18. scary. I know, in Toronto, <laughs> Canada. We're old. <laughs> her parents are from Bucharest, uh, which is in Romania, and Shenyang, which is in China. Um, her family moved to England when she was two years old and she started playing tennis at the age of five. I'll have to get her still out there very soon. Uh, <laughs> and as a child, she participated in various sports and activities and was pretty much a straight A student. She still is a child, by the way. Well, maybe not, but you know. Um, so she holds British and Canadian citizenship. She speaks Mandarin, watches Taiwanese television shows and enjoys Romanian cuisine. <laughs> 
She turned professional in 2018 and alternated between juniors and professionals um, in the next couple of years. And then she won a tournament in India where she won $25,000. But as with many things in 2020, uh, a lot of tennis events were cancelled. So she just took part in um, exhibition matches and small tournaments in the UK. Uh, she won the LTA British Tour Masters title in December 2020 and devoted her time to academic studies since then, preparing for her A-levels, which she took earlier this year. Uh, back to the main event and her huge win. She beat Fernandez in two sets in what was the first all-teenage women's singles final since the 1999 final between Serena Williams and Martina Hingis. Isn't it mad that Martina Serena um, Williams was around in 99 as well? Like. Um, yeah. she won the US Open without dropping a single set as I said before and not only was it her first WTA singles title and her first Grand Slam championship at the same time but it made her the first qualifier ever to win a Grand Slam tournament and the first woman in the Open era to win a Slam tournament with only two appearances it also meant that she became just the second US Open debutante ever to win the tournament she's just so impressive um, she ended up going on Good Morning America from their Times Square studio um, on, I suppose it was Monday morning or Sunday morning. And she was saying that she, from a young age, she'd been brought up to have mental strength, that her parents had a huge part, uh, that that played a huge part in her upbringing, that they were tough on her and it kind of shaped her. And she said, I think now it is helping on the biggest stages in the world when you really need it. Uh, She said her Chinese mother and Romanian father were her toughest critics and they were very hard to please. Uh, but oh, but she wow. says I got them with this one she joked they couldn't resist uh, it was really nice to talk to them after I won they were just so happy and proud of me uh, further proof um, of Radhikanu not getting ahead of herself was when they asked her about what she would spend some of her 1.8 million prize money wow. on she said she needed to replace a pair of headphones that she'd broken in her first round of qualifying <laughs> you should see her she had a Vogue had her I don't know if she did a cover, but she definitely did a spread in Vogue in the last month. And she looks stunning. She is beautiful. She was at the Met Gala last night. She looked unbelievable. Oh, my God. She is beautiful. She is like a marketeer's wet dream. You know, she is just perfect. She's intelligent. She speaks all these languages. She is strong. She is polite. She is so well spoken. Um, Yeah, she is going to be massive. I think her earning potential just went through the roof the weekend so yeah you can follow her on Instagram she's Emma Raducano she's only got 1.5 million followers so far so you can join in there Um, what a fox not even (laughs) as many dollars as she won at the weekend Uh, what a fox a true fox in the sense of foxy lady she's a fox <laughs> that was Fox Lee. Aren't everybody, including Mickle D, getting I know, Fox sorry. too? Don't, Absolutely. don't, don't. <laughs> oh, that was rude of me. Every fox is a fox. Sorry, sorry, sorry. In their own way. <laughs> Over to you, well Nick. To Numero cuatro. Four. So, Gilly, uh, we actually haven't mentioned that this is our 20th. Is it? Yeah, guess, it is. is it? <laughs> Episode 20, yeah. So, this is another milestone for us. Mm. So... Congratulations to you. And you. Um, oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> Why, thank you very much. This week, just to change things up, rather than talk about an internet account or whatever, I just really want to talk about the Met Gala because it's everywhere all over social media yeah. today and the internet. Mm-hmm. And I just thought we could talk about the Met Gala. And I should have looked at some pictures. I'm going to bring it up on my phone now while we're talking. Because... No, I'm going to send you out some pictures and you, we can discuss live. Oh, okay. <laughs> what oh, you think do... about Wow, them. interactive. I like it. Yes, yeah. 
So if you live under a rock, you may not have known that last night was the Met Gala um, 2021. So obviously it wasn't on last year because of COVID, which was devastating because if you are a fan of looking at other people and judging them on their <laughs> appearance, like me, <laughs> then you love the Met Gala. So uh, obviously every year, is, well, they call it, you know, the, the fashion's biggest night out. And every year they do it. So it's a, f- a fundraising benefit for the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City. And the event welcomes stars, young creatives and industry Paragons, which is a great word. Uh, the Costume Institute will host its first two-part expedition on the theme of American fashion during 2021 and 2022. So this is the first part uh, launched last night. And the first theme was, in America, a lexicon of fashion. So, okay, That's what quite do you broad, think? isn't it? Yes. I mean, to me, I was just thinking America. Mm. <laughs> it's just kind of, I suppose, like a synopsis of... I would say that was just a very general, in America, lexicon of fashion. I mean, you could interpret that in like basically any way you want. Yeah, exactly. So uh, for me, I just took it as, okay, this is going to be, um, you know, this is just going to be like American. Maybe edgy. Americana. Maybe kind of edgy. I wouldn't just thought American. I would have thought kind of edgy, maybe like as in more like modern, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was kind of just American, though, (laughs) just from looking at it now. (laughs) So um, the theme always every year is always a bit mad anyway, to be honest with you. You kind of nearly need a bloody postgraduate degree to understand what the theme is, to Mm. be honest. So Mm. it's always like a bit of hit or miss because some people, you you kind of interpret it one way and you assume that, okay, that's, yeah, that's what the style is. Um, but then it could be something completely different. But it's such a joy if you are, like I said, um, enjoy kind of looking at, you know, people's like looks and their outfits and, you know, all the the interpretation of the theme, which is really cool as well. So um, uh, just deciding, just to bring there the best way to share these with you. So did you see any pictures online today? Can I, I just saw, God, I was so busy today. I was hardly online, but I saw a friend of mine put up some, of oh actually I did see, do you know who I did see oh who did I see someone who had an oh I saw Billie Eilish and I saw yeah Billie Eilish maybe Raditanu <clears throat> maybe I can't I remember I want to send yeah. you a picture of um Kim Kardashian's outfit so I would just like your thoughts on this okay so <laughs> remember the theme now and uh, so tell us what, what are oh, your for thoughts for fuck's sake <laughs> she's turned into Kanye that's what's after happening so basically Kim is wearing a black smock that looks like something from Robin Hood Prince of Thieves and then there's like two large um, almost like cape panels that are coming out from the back of it from it's a sort of a mini dress smock we'll say with a bat wing sleeve yeah. and then she's got fully black opaque tights on as well and pointed stilettos but her whole face is covered with this opaque yeah. thing as well. Mm-hmm. She looks like yeah. a bloody just. I know she does, yeah. And like, it's not even like a classy look, you know. Whereas if she had her face covered, it'd be kind of like dramatic, you know. Mm. It's so weird. And it's, I mean, it's if she had um, her face out, Balenciaga. Yeah. It's Balenciaga too. So, like, you know, is there even worth having a designer? If she on had that? her face <laughs> she out, like- it would have been so much better. 
like yeah it's really strange and apparently she had a full face of makeup on as well so which i i think is just is it a political um, commentary of some sort no i don't think so i don't know if they're that deep and like i mean kendall was there and the mother and they were dressed totally normally so i'm going to send you my favorite of the night although like i mean listen the woman can do no wrong for uh in my opinion so a bit of j-lo coming your way oh Best looking flipping so, 50 year old in the universe. Oh, wow. At the bad. So, uh, yeah, so she's wearing kind of a, I would say, like cowboy themed dress slash hat slash neck piece. It's definitely kind of Americana, cool. American. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I think so really um, the, 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 the remnant meets porno. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah. So that the was the body Did you see the pictures of her and Ben at the weekend no. over each other? <laughs> she looks no, like so whatever animal she's dragging is shedding. So there's bits bits of stuff all over the carpet. <laughs> I know, yeah. She's, it looks like Peacock or something like that, yeah. I think. But some of the big, like, heavy hitters that are normally amazing, like even Kim Kardashian normally does something amazing. Mm. But she totally uh, messed it up. I'm going to send you little Naz, although it's like three pictures. Um, he was my favourite male of the night. Somebody wore all so, gold. Was that him? Like he was like R2-D2. So, yeah. So if you look at it, he came in basically wearing a cape first. I don't want to spoil it, so I'm just going to send you the picture first. So it's on the way. Um, so he came in wearing a cape first. Oh, my God. Then he took oh, I love his cape. I love the cape. Of, oh, unbelievable wow. and then it was kind of like robo s robocop esque mm-hmm. gold kind of number and then he took that off and he revealed this kind of beautiful oh my gold God. leotard which i absolutely they're love. all cool um the the first cape is very sort of mary queen of scots like gold velvet full length or like the pope yeah and then <laughs> uh 2 and then um spandex fame i want to live forever <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very cool. And like he had a bit of dramatics about him because he obviously stripped like as he was, you know. He must have been flipping roasting at the, the start. <laughs> mm, I know. But um, yeah, so there was a few others. So uh, Carla Delevingne wore a uh, kind of a bomb, what looks like a bomb vest. And on it, it says Peg the Patriarchy. <laughs> it says what? Peg the Patriarchy. Oh, God, Okay. <laughs> Somebody else had a text. Um, the rich. Who was that? Yeah, that's Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Good for her. You know the senator. She's senator. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. So she's a congresswoman. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she had yeah tax the rich Good on woman. the back of her dress like as that. well. And mm-hmm. um, there was a few politically kind of things, all right, but not many. Dan Levy from Shit's Creek, he had one as well where it was like a picture of the globe, like the world. Mm-hmm. And Anna, she had it was kind of it was very. I can see if I can show you here, or I'm sending it to. You. So it was very oh, kind yeah. of fabulous, oh, and yeah. he was like two men kissing mm-hmm. like in kind of a map on his chest mm. and it's really about the globe and things like that mm. so mm-hmm. that was nice too and a bit out there some of them just I mean just were do you know who is do you know who's got amazing style but it's very you kind of predictable um Shalaman Timothy Shalaman oh yeah he wears a lot of those kind of long jackets yeah. doesn't he mm-hmm. yeah but I cool I must say was Jared Leto um, out there 
no, no sign of it. A lot of the, like I said, a lot of the people that would normally be de- be there that are kind of out there, like him, he would wear fabulous stuff. Um, he wasn't there at all. Mm. Joe, actually, one of my other favorites who I must send on to, like Katy Perry usually does amazing stuff as well. Mm-hmm. She wasn't there. She normally would go really out there, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but Iman, uh, I'm going to send you hers because it was, I think it's absolutely incredible as well. So my friend Ashley, um, who's got amazing style, she is really cool. She loves kind of rockabilly stuff and she does fabulous kind of 50s um, hairstyles and her outfits are beautiful and all sorts. She had put up some stuff today um, and that's what I had seen. So Emily Blunt, very kind of regal. Yeah, sort very of, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Iman. God, she's stunning. Yeah, that's what she? I sent you. Yeah. Oh, incredible. Like, how old is she now? She has to be 66. Yeah, mad. And she looks incredible. Oh, it was Megan Fox. She looks younger now than she did. It was Megan Fox. Yeah, Megan Fox. Her hair looks unreal. She's a huge long plait that's going right down. It's very good. And apparently it was an Irish hairdresser who did it. Oh, stunning. hairstylist, yeah. Anyway, there you go. I I hope people are like um, looking, watching along. Looking at their For phone, sure looking at the... Listen, and if not, there are many... Um, I didn't want to go through the funny memes because, you know, it's kind of mean, but there are some very funny memes <laughs> um, of, like, Kendall Jenner standing there and um, Kim next to her and it being like, you know, this is my anxiety in a night out, you know, and things like this. <laughs> There's been so many horribly mean and quite hilarious memes uh, and the <laughs> aftermath of Megala, particularly involving Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Bless her. So um, go have a look. Uh, there was Fair to say it didn't land then. I wonder what John Rivers would have had to no. say about it. Oh, yeah. And even I'd say like even Anna Winter probably wasn't very, you know, happy with it. You know, mm-hmm. apparently she's that's the kind of well, she's who does that kind of red me. carpet commentary these days? I'm not sure. Perez Hilton. Uh, it's all. It's not, ugh, Kelly, this is a woke culture now. There's none of that anymore. Oh, true. <laughs> true. Sorry. Anyway, so this was really a segment for uh, those of us who enjoyed the Met Gala and the aftermath. And I hope you enjoyed it. And scrolling. If you don't, didn't enjoy any of that, I will be back to my usual uh, recommendations of silly council follow next week. So thank you for this. <laughs> thank you for listening. Uh, OK, number five. Five. So there's only one music story in town today. It's just, it's just oh, I don't know. What? <laughs> It's been reported that country music star Garrett Brooks is planning a series of gigs in Dublin's Croke Park next year. Now, there is a lot of people saying this is just a rumour. It's not really happening. But uh, Virgin Media News said that there are negotiations going on about five dates in Croke Park in September 2022. So I'm sure you remember, Nicola, seven years ago, there was a big furor because uh, good old Garrett had five Shows booked at Crow Park and basically the council said, no, you can have three. And then Gert said, well, I'm playing all five or I'm not playing any or something like that. And <laughs> um, and he didn't come and they had to refund 400,000 tickets. So, you know, it's been going on and going for years where he said he wants to come back and all that, blah, blah, blah. And... It sounds like it might be happening, but I wouldn't believe it until I see it. So, yeah, like it was the fastest ever, fastest selling ever event for Aiken Promotions back yeah. in uh, 2014. So... Do you think there's as much for Graw for it now, though? Like, it's very nostalgic, like Garth Brooks was very nostalgic. Like but it was nostalgic then. He hadn't been yeah, here since 97, 98. And yeah, he had been 
retired. Like he had been off the music scene and he, this was like a comeback. So I would hazard a guess it'll be as big, if not bigger. Yeah, probably. I mean, I wouldn't mind going like... <laughs> I would totally go. But I'm pretty sure I had a ticket for the last time, it. actually. Yeah. And... Like, I wouldn't be, like, listening to Garrett Brooks' music, but, like, the crack would be 90 and, like, yeah, you'd be there with all your friends in there. We'd have to get J-Lo's outfit first. Yeah. <laughs> Remnant meets porn outfits. <laughs> um, but... You'd be there, Garrett. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Um, yeah, I, the first time round, he they they had three nights and then they added a fortnight and then they had a fifth night. So that's the way it'll go again, probably, you know. Mm. Um, but that year, the whole thing that happened was basically One Direction were doing two nights already. Yeah. And apparently the rules that had been agreed with the locals was like five big events a year, I suppose, out with the guy, like. And because that was five, they were like, you're not getting any more, you know. So there was a lot of hostility about... You know, couldn't the locals just put up with it and, you know, sort it out for the next year or whatever. So watch this space. I'm sure there'll be arguments over this again, you know. Um, But yeah, there you go. And even apparently the uh, Mexican ambassador got involved the last time things got that heated and they talked about it in the doll and everything. So... (laughs) Yeah, it was on really in the years actually. This year, you know, this year's one because they were going back through the the teens, and uh, it was so funny to see like the hysteria. Oh my god! Like and everyone done up in their cowboy boots and cowboy hats, buying their tickets and queuing. This is like remember you used to queue for tickets. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even then though, you didn't gone. really queue for tickets, but they did because it was one of yeah. those things, wasn't it? Um, I remember when you used to actually queue for tickets, like sleeping outside Roxy Records and Clarny. <laughs> Sleep my arse. Oh, we just God. sit there all night in freezing cold. But at least you knew you had a ticket in the morning, you know. This yeah. anxiety of sitting online and the, you might not get one. You kind of knew you'd get it if you were in the first hundred people at the shop, you know. Like, I mean, Ticketmaster has to be one of those hated platforms yeah. of anything in the entire world. Because like, even if you go on Twitter... On any given day, and you see what's trending, it's nearly always taking mass because some people, even if it's in the UK, it'll mm-hmm. be nearly trending here because people are just literally losing their minds about trying to get tickets for certain big gigs mm-hmm. and stuff. It's you really know, it's annoying. Gas. Anyway, mostly that day for ABBA, we know, but I, because I was on two looking at it and I know about it. Yeah, grand, but that's you know? because there was millions of tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's like Glastonbury every year is soul destroying. It's actually sea tickets that, that do that, but. Oh my God, it's soul destroying, soul destroying. But sure, Glastonbury is tough because you have to have gone before and like nearly. Give no, you don't have to have gone before. You just have to register, um, mm. and you don't have any. There's nothing that will get you brownie points. It's literally the luck of the internet connection draw, like you know. And I, I would guess maybe proximity to the server and stuff. I don't know, like um, it's very pissing off. It's been two or three years now since we were able. To, what am I talking about? It's been. Four years since we got tickets, so very annoying, Mad, very yeah. sad. But um, yeah, um, so it'll all be online. So if Gareth announces his five, but I'll be sleeping be outside there, the ticket shop. shop. That's what I was going to say. I think they do do hard copy tickets in. They do at, yeah. for some events. They do, so you might be yeah. better off going back to that old. Uh, yeah, because I remember even outside Patrick Street, like a um, Merchant's Key in Cork, because there's that little kiosk in, in Merchant's Key. You'd still, like last year before Hovens, you'd still see people queuing outside mm-hmm. it, you know, mm-hmm. which been what it was now. But I remember the last thing was like, I don't know, kind of boy bandy thing. I can't remember. But I remember spotting loads of people queuing outside it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 
Yeah, good crack. I'm I'm often nostalgic. Like I'm going to take that. Uh, not take that when I've been to take that. Went to Westlife next year, and I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> nice, nice. So I'm here for Garth Brooks. I'm here for any bit of nostalgia at well, all. Stop. Any gig. Genesis are playing in Glasgow at the start of I October, know. and I'm like, I'd love to go to see yeah, Genesis. Yeah, they were supposed to play in Ireland as well, like yeah. last September. So it's postponed to this September. October. Tickets are extortionate. Tickets are like a hundred yeah. quid. Insane. They were about 180 here, I think. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we'll see about that. But um, yeah, it'll be good to good to have the um, the quandary of buying tickets or not. Never mind, you know, yeah, exactly. at least having an option all, to yeah. buy a ticket, you know. But anyway, we barely spoke about COVID on this episode. Brilliant! Yay! Yes. <laughs> okay, so we'll get to spend some time together before the next episode. And uh, if you stay another day or two, we could record the episode here. But look at watch the space. Oh. So um, yeah, in, uh, yeah, coverage may be patchy in the next few weeks because we've lots of celebrations on. So if we're drunk on the Woo-hoo, podcast, Kenny's a big forum. Apologies. Woo-hoo. <laughs> and Kevin <laughs> oh, happy birthday Kevo not yet so not for another few weeks not that I'm hanging on to my 30s or anything um, anyway it's been lovely talking to you Nicola Murphy it's been lovely to have the yes. listeners along you're such little darling pets we love you all <laughs> oh Jess <laughs> we'd take you to Garth Brooks with us if we could because <laughs> we, we got friends <laughs> Places where the wind gets We'll all around. have a meet up uh, at Garbrook. Yeah, we will. Really, yeah. uh, really Seems you never invited us to your garden for your um, unveiling of your. Uh... Listen, nobody saw the bloody garden. Actually, I'm still looking at that bloody heater that we never used. Oh, so boo. Don't, even, don't even talk about the garden. Okay. Anyway, thanks everybody. Thanks. Have Come a back next week. Bye. Share, subscribe, Bye. like, all that jazz. Love you. Bye 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 bye. Bye bye bye.